Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. this volunteer in the nursery let's do our part somebody say i'm gonna do my part amen hallelujah praise the lord i'm gonna turn this around amen praise the lord amen let's just pray right now as we get ready for the word of god amen and get you guys out of here at the same time amen but we want to celebrate what today brings amen hallelujah father in the name of jesus we just thank you so much we thank you for this day that we celebrate the gift that was given to us, Lord. The gift that came, Father, 50 days after. Father, Father, God, the Passover, Lord. And the gift that you said to us to wait upon that upper room and we will receive, Father, God. And it's here. It was released and the promise came true, Father. And the promise is still here. And so, Father, I pray right now as we pray, Holy Spirit, come. Come and remind us of what you came and what you came to do. And I pray that every heart be open and every mind be ready to receive, Father God. Oh, Father, bring transformation and change inside us, inside of us and ignite a fire that will burn in our souls for you, my Lord. And so, Father, I pray right now, Lord, have your way. As you're already in this place, we thank you for being present through our prayer and through our worship, Father, and for the words that were spoken, Father, God, through your servants, Father, to speak into this house, Father. And now we're ready for the manna, the food from heaven, Lord, that will feed our souls. And, Father, we just ask right now, now meet us in a special way, and we thank you, we love you, in Jesus' mighty name, and all of God's people say, amen. Come on, give the Lord one more praise. Amen. As you look at the news and the media, the things that are going on right now, evil is on the rise. Amen. What took place at Robb Elementary School in Texas. Amen. What took place at a hospital at Tulsa, Oklahoma. Come on. There has been over 200 mass shootings this year so far. Come on. Another mass shooting took place just last night in Philadelphia. Amen. Where a dozen were injured and three people are dead. The church must rise up. Amen. Stand up and prayed up for our nation. Come on, we need people to be empowered with the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. We cannot allow the media, listen, uh, the media to fill our minds with hate, uh, anger, or revenge. Amen. We must say, I must. We must be spirit-filled in order to be spirit-led. Come on, the, the mindsets of people are, are, are wrong and the enemy's prowling right now and using, uh, Father, these deprived these, these minds and filling them with evil and hate and anger and just an evil spirit upon them that brings death, amen. So as we understood, amen, these last couple of months here at PCLV, we've been in series, amen, and we really, the series, amen, if you really don't know what it's all about, amen, it's really about a reintroduction of a friend of ours, the Holy Spirit. 
Come on, from going deeper, amen, to the one we just finished up, amen, the anointing, amen. We, we got to understand we are being reintroduced to our best friend, amen. And today, somebody say today. Today is Pentecost Sunday, and I want to minister a message entitled Fire. Somebody say fire. Fire. Somebody say fire. Come on. I want to minister on fire, so I want you to turn to the book of Acts chapter 2, 1 through 4. Acts chapter 2, 1 through 4. We'll have it on the screen, amen. But if you got your, your old-fashioned Bible, amen, you want to make, well, highlight some things, amen, the Holy Spirit will prompt you. But it starts off right here in the NIV. It says, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together. Somebody say together. In one place, and suddenly a, a sound like a blowing of a violent wind or a, a, like a mighty rushing wind from heaven filled the whole house that they were sitting and they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire. Somebody say fire. fire. Come on. That separated and came to rest on each of them. And all of them. Somebody say all of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues or other languages as the Spirit enabled them. Amen. I want to start off with a story today before I get into the message. Amen. This was a story that took place back in the late 70s or early 80s, amen, and it was about a church, amen, in Maywood, Maywood, California, amen, on, on 57th Street, and this little church was gathering, and God was moving in this little church, but one service, amen, uh, the neighbors of that neighborhood came out, and they saw flames of fire on the church, amen. It was on the roof and it was burning, amen. And so they started to call. Everybody started to call the fire department. And the firemen showed up, amen, at this little church parking lot. And all the, 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 the fire uh, department, amen, all, all the, all the, all the, these men got ready and hooked up their water hose and they busted through uh, this little church, uh, amen, to find out. There was just a bunch of people having church, and there was no fire. It's a true story. They saw what seemed to be fire, but it was the fire of the Holy Spirit they saw. The Holy Spirit fell upon that little church in Maywood. That little church is called Praise chapel hallelujah that's where you and i came from amen there was a fire that they saw it seemed like flames of fire but it was the holy spirit filling that place with fire the holy spirit wants to move once again like that and he wants to fill each church with the fire of god inside of them amen inside of you amen wouldn't it be cool amen if the fire department broke through and said where's the fire and there's no fire we are the fire hallelujah we're the holy ghost fire i was not there that day but i know who was she's teaching in the class right now Talk to Sister Bloom and she'll share the story. She was there when the fire department broke through. And they saw what seemed to be fire on that roof. But it was the fire of the Holy Spirit. 
We need a Pentecostal movement in the church today. Amen. Uh, come on, the wind. Wind, the Greek, means spirit. God filled that place, amen, with the wind of God, amen, with the spirit of God, and he put fire on them. We need the fire of the Holy Spirit to fall upon the church again. Come on, church. Uh, we need the Holy Spirit to come. Somebody say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. come. Come on, we need to get filled once again. Radical for God. I remember, come on, uh, come on, the, our, this church was on fire. Come on, it's the truth. Come on, there's fire in this place, church. You just got to fan it in. Uh, come on, there are moments where God has filled this house uh, with some fire. There was people on fire, illuminated, wanting to do things for God. Amen. Uh, we need the fire, listen, of the Holy Spirit once again. But we need to understand what Pentecost is. You see, Pentecost was a celebration of the harvest. For Israel, it was a great, uh, the great harvest of grain. Come on. This was one of the three major uh, annual festivals for, for Israel. And many people would come out during this time. This was held 50 days. Somebody say 50 days. 50 days after the Passover. Now, Jesus was crucified at Passover. And he rose on the third day and ascended back to the Father, amen, 40 days after his resurrection. Ten days after he went back, the Holy Spirit came on the 50th day after Passover, the day of Pentecost. Harvest time. Today, somebody say today. Today marks 50 days after the Passover, church. Today is seven Sundays after the resurrection. Today is Pentecost. Come on, there is a, there, 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 the Holy Spirit is ready to release something. Come on, I said he's ready to release something in this place. He was ready to release something in your life. Are we ready? See, I, we're not ready. We say yes, but there are things that we need to burn away in our lives. Can somebody say Amen. Come on, if we really want to be spirit-filled and spirit-led, if we really want to, to be the people of God in these last days, he's going to pour out his spirit, the Bible says, one more time. It's the last day revival, man. It's going to be the greatest revival that you've ever seen. Azusa Street has nothing to compare but what God's going to do. Come on, what happened in Brownsville has nothing to compare what's going to happen today in these last day revivals, and he's going to use you. The church, somebody say the church. The church was born on Pentecost. The church that you and I belong to. Come on, you don't just belong to Praise Chapel. We belong to the church. We belong to that main church, amen. There in the book of Acts, amen, we are part of that revival. We are part of that movement of God, amen. For the church, Pentecost was a great harvest of the Spirit. I want you to grab a hold of that. Because of Pentecost, we say I, we can reap from this harvest. Come on, a harvest of power to be a witness, an ability to be renewed, listen, and transformed. Come on, somebody say, oh yeah. Come on, and have life in his presence. Come on, that's what Pentecost did for us, amen. Because of Pentecost, his power, say his power, 
is available for those who believe. Do we have any believers in the house? Hallelujah. Come on, if you say, yeah, come on, somebody say, I've got the power. Come on. It's available to us. If we're believers in this power that I'm talking about, this promise that was given to us, amen, that was, that was going to be brought to us when he told him to wait in that upper room, amen, I'm good. you're going to receive something. You just got to wait, amen. If we believe that, then we got the power. PCLV. This church that you and I belong to, this this what you call your church. Is this your church? Say, my church. Come on, this church that you belong to, amen, is a Pentecostal. We are Pentecostal. Come on, somebody. Meaning that we are, we identify and we seek after the fullness of the Spirit of God, just like they did at Pentecost in the book of Acts. Amen. Come on, that means that we can lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Amen. That we can cast out demons. Amen. And say, get out. Amen. We have that power that's inside of us. Amen. We should not be intimidated. We should not be weakened of what we see. We have the authority to say, no, no, devil. You're not going to have my home. You're not going to have my daughter. You're not going to have my marriage. Get out. Get out. Get out in Jesus' name. You have the power. Say, I got the power. Walk in it. Be that power, church. So many people walking defeated as Christians in the house today. Come on, we're not defeated. We're overcomers. Come on. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Let me believe that. Then we just walk in it. Walk in that confidence. Walk in that in that spirit. Amen. Come on, let me tell you, the devil can't read your mind, but he reads your body. <laughs> Come on, he sees you all, de- all, all, all depressed and all defeated. He sees you, oh, I got this guy. I got her, amen. He, he sees you by your actions. But if you can stand and believe and you can start to say the word of God over your life and over your home, then he sees a believer and he sees a warrior. Come on, do you wake up, amen, every morning does he say to you, oh, here she comes again, here he comes again, let's have fun. Or does he say, oh, no, he's up. (laughs) She's up again, oh, my God. Oh, he even says, oh, my God, when you get up, amen. That's so much power you got, amen. He's scared of you. He got to be scared of you. When you get up, oh, man, he's up. She's going to start praying right now. He's going to start bringing down heaven right now. Oh, my Lord. It's going to be a fight. Or does he say, oh, this is going to be easy? Come on, guys. Know the power that's inside of you. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Come on, listen. I believe that we need a harvest of the Spirit of God in our churches today. Come on, we need that inside of us. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Come on, as witnesses and as believers, we cannot afford to stop seeking to be filled with the power. Somebody say fire. fire. See, as a church, we cannot afford to remain the same. Come on, if you got saved a year ago and you're still the same, there's a problem. Come on, we're not saved. God did not die on the cross for you to stay the same. He died for he can deliver you and set you free by the blood, amen, that he shed for us, amen. We have the power. We cannot afford to remain the same or revert back. We, as a church, say I. I. We need to repent. Come on, somebody said, I need to repent. I don't know about you, I need to repent. 
There are things I, I, I repent every morning. Every morning I wake up, God, if there was anything, I repent, I repent, I repent. I want to be right in your sight. If that trumpet blows at this very hour, I want to be caught up. I don't want to be left behind. I repent. I ain't righteous. I, I'm, I, I, Paul says I'm the worst of the worst. Amen. I, I crucify this flesh every day. I have not arrived. Anybody here arrived? I haven't arrived. Amen. I need the Holy Spirit. I need strength. I need power to overcome the things and challenges that we face in this world. Ain't there challenges? Come on, don't you get don't you get challenged? Don't you feel that the enemy's just prowling, picking on you? Come on, there's something great inside of you. That's why he picks on you. If there wasn't anything good in you, then he would leave you alone. But you have value because the Holy Spirit's inside of you. And he knows that once you grab a hold of it and let that spirit man rise up inside of you, you can bring damage to his kingdom. We cannot afford, say, I can't afford. Say that, I can't afford to remain the same. I need to repent. Second Chronicles 7, 14 says, If my people, you're his people? He's talking to the church right here. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Somebody say pray. pray. And seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. There's wickedness in the church. Come on, somebody. There are things that we're not supposed to be doing. Come on, turn from their wicked ways I, the Lord says, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive them of their sins and I will heal their land. Can I let you in on a little something that I feel as a little, what's going on right now? There's a lot of sin running around because there's a lot of wickedness in the church. If we would get right, he will heal our land. If the church would get right, amen, he would heal our land. We're stopping the very healing of God, the very protection of God that our nation needs today, amen. It needs the church to repent. It needs the church to turn away from their wicked ways and seek God once again for our nation and for our world. We have the power, church, and it lies in the power of prayer, amen. Our nation needs healing or more people are going to die. And that's the truth. You have to take responsibility. I take, res I take this personal. When shootings are taking place, I take this personal. When shootings are taking place in elementary schools and killing our kids, I take it personal. And I take it to God in prayer. I don't take it in anger. I don't take it in revenge. I take it by the Spirit of God. And I say, God, I need to get on my knees and pray for our nation. God, we need you back in our schools. We need you back in our, come on, we need to vote right. Come on, somebody. Put somebody in office that thinks like we think, amen. They might not be saved, saved, but they got to hold our values. That's who you put into office. We need to rise up and say, you know what? They'll take, no, you take responsibility by your votes. You take responsibility by praying and seeking. These families expected their kids to come home. And there's moms and dads that are missing their kids today. You have kids, right? about if your kid didn't come home? The responsibility falls on us, church, as a church, to pray. It's always saying, pray. Humble yourself. Turn from your wicked ways. Stop fighting about things that you shouldn't be fighting for. 
pick your battles wisely. We're fighting, making things, and, and we're not advancing. We're not getting empowered. And the enemy's just laughing at us. He's laughing at the church. Come on, let's put the feelings aside. Put all that aside. Say, God, I need, I need you to fix me and revive me. I don't want this anger in me. I don't want this hate in me. I don't want this in me, God. I want you to change me. The blood that you shed was not out of nothing, amen. You did it for me that I can be set free. Holy Spirit, I need you. It's a prayer that all of us need to pray every day. Holy Spirit, I need you. I need you to empower me because I'm weak and I get angry when I see these things. And I want to take revenge and I want to do this and I want to hate this and hit that, hate that people and that people. and that. Come on, that's not, that's not the Spirit of God. We have to answer, listen, in prayer. We've got to humble ourselves. Say, God, I fall short myself. God, I need to repent. I need to seek your face. And I need to turn from my ways. And when I do, you'll hear from heaven and you'll heal our land. The answer lies within the church. The day of Pentecost fell, church. And that church was empowered. And let me tell you, people got saved. People got saved. Children got saved. God protected the church and protected the land and the city they lived in. Come on, we got to do this by being transformed and renew our minds once again, church, and clean out. Listen, all that society has poured out on us through social media. We need to change, listen, our stinking thinking. Come on, Romans chapter 2, verse 2, uh, 12, verse 2 says, Don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Paul right here is warning the believer. Paul right here is speaking to the church. And he says, don't copy the behavior or the customs of this world, which are usually selfish and corrupted. But our refusal, listen church, to not to conform to the world's value has to go deeper than just behavior. It has to be firmly planted in our minds by letting God transform you into a new person by the and changing, listen, the way you think. Come on, right? The Bible says that if anyone is in Christ, he is a what? A new creation, a new person. The old ways are gone, and what? The new comes. We need the new. Somebody say, I need the new. To come, amen. If you start thinking the same like you were thinking about in 2020 or, or years past, if you start thinking wrong, amen, then you have reverted back, amen, and you need God to transform you once again and renew your mind and say, I am an overcomer, amen. You can't walk along, walk, uh, this walk defeated and say, you know what? My marriage can't get any better. My home can't get any better. My finances, no, 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 that's all a lie of the devil. You, you got to change the way you think. Come on, don't conform how society's going. Don't conform by what's going on in this world through the, the things that are hitting our world right now. Don't conform, but pray. 
God transformed the way I'm thinking. I'm thinking like the world. God, come in. Transform me. Renew my mind. It's only when the Holy Spirit, listen, renews, re-educates, and redirects our minds that we, say I, that we are truly conformed or transformed. Come on, we cannot afford to ignore his presence. Because right now he's speaking, but do you hear him? The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. And God is speaking to this world. God is speaking to the church today. Are we caught up with our own agenda? Are we caught up with our own thinking, our, our own feelings, our own this and that? The Bible says, you know what? You're just so focused on your homes, amen. He says in, ha in Haggai, amen, uh, you know what? You're, you're fixing your homes. You're, you're building your houses. You're doing all this stuff. You're buying cars while my house lies in ruins. We need to go back to building his house, not your house. Not saying you can't have nice things. I'm not saying you can't be blessed, but don't forget the house. Don't forget about building the house, amen. This is about building his house. God is looking for a people, amen. Come on, there are spirit and in truth. He's looking for true worshipers. When he pours out his spirit, are we that church? We need to be that church. If we're not, we need to get there. He's giving us time. He says, get right, get right, get right, because I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. I, I've been warning you guys. I've been warning you guys. You get caught up in your own feeling, caught up in this and that and all that. And you say, you, you forgot about me. Get back to my house. Don't tell me it's hard. I, I overcome the hardness. I can break any chain on you if you truly believe me. If you have faith in me, I can do all things through you. I can heal you. It's faith. Somebody say faith. faith. You got to have faith. Come on, just have faith. You don't need a lot of faith. Bible says all you need is faith like a mustard seed. Mustard seed is the smallest seed of all seeds, all plants, and it grows to be one of the biggest plants. You just got to have faith that God can do what he needs to do in your life. Come on, that's what you got to believe, that I need to stand up and God's going to heal me. God, I got to get busy for you and stop getting worried about all my stuff here. I need to just get busy for you and know that you'll take care of that. I got to have faith. Faith. Come on. The woman with the issue of blood, remember that story? This woman was bleeding for 12 years. 12 years. Uh, going to doctors. He can't get healed. She can't get healed. She can't get fixed. Spends all her money, but she's a believer. God touches her life. She gets saved radically. Amen. It says one day, this is my day. I'm going to get healed. Today I have faith. The master's in town. Amen. And I'm going to go see him. And I'm going to get healed today. Today, you know, church is open. I'm going through a hard time. I'm going to get to the church. Amen. Because God's going to meet my need. God's going to heal my child. God's going to do what he needs to do. I'm going to get to the church. I have faith to believe that if I can just walk in that church. Amen. God can meet me. And this lady, whose society looks as unclean because of the blood issues, she was an outcast. Don't we feel like an outcast at times? Come on, we feel like, no, nah, not worthy. No, she, she felt you know, like an outcast in society. I wanted to do nothing with her. And she's, uh, you can just imagine 12 years of bleeding weak now. 
There's a crowd around Jesus. And she's not looking for attention. She's not looking to call me out. Call me out in front of the crowd. Heal me. Do, no, no. She's not looking for that. All she says, you know what? I have faith that I can, if I can just touch what he's wearing, I'll be healed. If I can just touch the very, I don't need his attention. All I need is, no, I need to just touch the master. If I can just get there and touch his garment, I will be healed. And this little weakened women, woman, women, woman, (laughs) gets on her knees. And she starts crawling through the feet. There's so many people around her. I'm pretty sure she's biting legs and stuff. Get out of the way. Today's my healing. Today I'm getting healed. And she stretches out and and touches the garment. That very moment dries up. The bleeding stops. And Jesus notices. You know the story, right? Who's touching me? And the disciples are all puzzled. What do you mean? Who's touching you? Look at all these people. They're all touching you. No, 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 no. Someone just touched me. And she turns and she's timid and scared, but healed. It was me. What did what Jesus tell her? Your faith has healed you. Your faith has healed you. What we need in the church is faith. Your faith, listen, church, will heal you. I don't think you got it. I said, your faith will heal you. Come on, could we be missing out on healing because we lack faith? Her faith healed her. She says, if I can just touch his garment, I'll be healed. And she got healed, amen. Your faith has been challenged, amen. The enemy is testing your faith, amen. And God says, believe in me and watch what I'll do. Your faith will heal you, church. Romans 8, chapter 5, 6 says this. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature Think about the sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit, think about things that will please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, we need to be led by the Spirit of God. We need to be led by the Holy Ghost. Come on, is there death in your life or, or life? That will tell you what spirit you're leading or leading you. This is a fulfillment, church, that John the Baptist talked about, that the Holy Spirit would come and baptize us with fire. Come on, Luke chapter 3, 16 says, John answered them all, I baptize you with water. But the one who is more powerful than I, come, the straps whose sandals I'm unworthy to untie, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Somebody say fire. You guys are getting it now. All right. You guys are listening now. Yeah. All right. We're going somewhere. 
This is the fulfillment of the prophet Joel, who talked about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. In Joel chapter 2, 28 to 29, it says, And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. And your young men will see visions. Even my servants, both men and women, I will pour my spirit in those days. That, that, that those days are approaching uh, where he's going to pour out once again, church. Uh, the tongue symbolizes speech and communi- uh, communication of the good news, the gospel, amen. Fire, on the other hand, symbolizes God's purifying presence, which burns away all the undesirable elements of our life and sets our heart on fire, church, uh, to ignite each other as a body of believers and to ignite, listen, others, the world, the unbeliever. On Mount Sinai, God validated the word of God in the Old Testament law and he wrote it in stone with fire. Hallelujah. At Pentecost, God validated the Holy Spirit's ministered by sending what? Fire. Somebody say fire. Come on, the Pentecostal fire fell, church, at Mount Sinai. It came down, come on, in one place. This is where he gave the Ten Commandments, amen. At Pentecost, the fire fell down on many believers, symbolizing, listen, that God's presence is available anywhere, at any time, for anyone. Somebody say, I receive. Come on, that fire is available to you and I, church. That's what Pentecost did for us. His power is available to those who believe. We need, say, I need need. the Pentecostal fire. We need the Holy Spirit, church. The Holy Spirit empowers us to be the witnesses that we need to be. Empowers us to root ourselves in Him. Come on, somebody say, root it. Come on, in Acts chapter 4, uh, Acts, Acts chapter 1, verse 4, it says, On one occasion, while he, this is Jesus here, was eating, he gave them, uh, with them, he gave them this command, do not leave. Somebody say, don't leave. But wait, it says, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you heard me speak about. Acts 1, 8 says, but you will receive Power. Somebody say power. Power in the Greek means dunamis. This is where we get the word dynamite. Amen. It's talking about an explosive power here. It says power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth church. Jesus told his disciples before this event took place, I'm going to go back to the Father, amen. I'm going to go prepare a place for you that where I am, you'll be, amen. I'm all, but, but I won't leave you as orphans. I won't leave you without a father. I won't leave you without parental guidance. I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you a friend. And his name is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on. He says, as my daughter-in-law was saying, amen, it's to your benefit that I go. If I don't go, he don't come. You got to understand the benefit that we have, church. 
In John chapter 14, 15 to 18 says, Jesus said to his disciples, if you love me, anybody love Jesus? Come on, if you love me, then you will do what I command. And then I will ask the Father to send you the Holy Spirit who will help you and always be with you. The Spirit will show you what is true. The people of this world cannot accept the Spirit because they don't see or know him. But you know the Spirit and he's with you if you keep on living he'll keep on living in you he won't leave you as orphans and I will come back to you the trinity is the description of the unique relationship of the father God the father God the son and God the holy spirit listen if Jesus would have stayed on earth his presence listen church would have been limited. Physically, Jesus can be at one place at one time. But after he ascended back to heaven, now he will spiritually be present everywhere through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit was sent that, that God would be with and within his believers. It would be to our benefit. The Holy Spirit was sent to, was sent to comfort us How many need some comfort today? Come on, he's there to comfort you and help you through your your, your things that you go through, the the, the trials that you go through, the the depression and and all the stuff that the world throws at you. He's there to guide you to the truth, amen. He's there to remind you of God's word, amen, to give you the right words to say to one another, amen, and to fill us with power and the Holy Ghost fire. We are to be his witnesses, We need some Pentecostal fire, Holy Ghost power. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Tell your neighbor, get some fire. Tell yourself, I need fire. You see, a lot of Christians today, there's a lot of believers today that don't realize this and the inner power of the Holy Spirit Power to handle things. Fire to burn away those selfish desires. Amen. We try to fight it in our own strength, church. We try to fight it in our own strength and the battles that we face, the struggles that we face, the circumstances that we go through, and the enemy starts whooping on us. We need some fire. Come on, you cannot do it on your own. You're going to fall. You're going to revert back. Come on, yourself would say, give up, forget about this, go get high, go drink, don't do this, forget it, get peace of mind, all this stuff. The devil starts lying to you because you're doing it in your own strength and you're not drawn to God. We need some power, church. We need some fire to help us through these times. We all go through them, church. Even the Bible says, don't consider it strange as things are happening to you. But they're happening to everyone, church. Don't think it's just, oh, it's just me going to. No, no, no. You just wanted to be you. You just want to have a pity party for you. We all go through it. Don't think it's strange, he says, what you're going through. Every believer's going through the same thing. Different ways, but we're going through it. I go through things. I don't know. I hope you guys don't look at me all. Oh, Look at him. Nothing happens to him. (laughs) He's pastor. He's the top five guys he likes, you know. (laughs) 
Let me tell you, I go through fire, amen. amen. We go through fire. Our home goes through fire, amen. Things go through fire. We go through fire in the church. We go through things, amen. Come on, we have feelings too, hallelujah. Come on, we think, oh, they don't have feelings. We have feelings too, amen. But I don't let my feelings uh, lead me, amen. Come on, we go through things. We get hit and say, get away from me. God, I need you. And I say, get this feeling off of me. Get this thought away from me. God, I call upon you. You're my father. I'm your son. Feel me once again, amen. I don't want to hate. I don't want to miss. I don't want write people off. God, I need to be led. And I want to, I want you to lead me by love. And I want to leave others by love. God, I need your love back. See, when we start hating and saying, ah, forget them, the love is gone. Come on. There's times when I want to say, I hope they don't come back. (laughs) Can I be honest? But is it right? No. It comes to my mind. I feel it for the moment. I said, get out of here, devil. I'm going to fight for my brother. I'm going to fight for my sister. No, they belong here. Come on, we are fighting. We are family. Come on, somebody. Come on, I love you, and I hopefully you love me. Two people. Okay, thank you. I can, I can live with that. I want at least if there was no people, they're like, I, I love you. You love me. Nobody says, and there's a problem. This power is available to help us through, church. To help us to complete the task of the harvest. In our text, God didn't say, do the work. Come on, he didn't just release him from that upper room, but he told him what? Wait. Wait. Tell your neighbor, wait. You are so in a rush to get things fixed in your life like this, and you don't want to wait. Come on, you don't want to wait. God, you come here with your complaint, your problem. And you know what I'm telling you, you know, that's it, I'm done. I'm going to leave him, I'm going to leave her. And God says, wait. I don't want to wait. Like little kids, I don't want to wait. I want to right now, I want to right now, I want to right now. Oh, man, if you guys can, if I can see you in the spirit realm, that's how you look sometimes. Ah! Oh, you're laughing because it's true. We go through those. I, I had tantrums before. My, my God lets me do it, and he looks at me and says, you ready? Are you, are you done? Yeah. Okay, get up. Okay. You know what to do. Yeah. Just pray. <laughs> right? Come on. We don't want to wait. We, we, nobody likes to wait. Man, you're going through a drive through a McDonald's. Beep, beep, beep. Wait. They're getting their food first. Beep, beep. What, is that, is that going to rush them? No. <laughs> Beep. Oh, okay, the car moves. Beep. <laughs> Come on, I don't know about you, but I don't want no rush food. Go ahead. Take your time. I can wait. <laughs> Just make it right. Hallelujah. I don't want to find something in my food because I was complaining. Not at McDonald's. I won't, you know, I won't even go there, man. I got things running in my mind right now. I ain't going to go there. Get away from me, devil. He says, wait. Wait for the gift. This is the promise that I've been talking about, guys. We can't give up. We can't stop. We got to pray. We got to keep praying. Keep praying. What do you say? Keep praying. Keep praying. Wait, wait, wait till it comes. No one in that room was complaining. I got to go home. This prayer meeting's too long. I got other things to do. Church again. Oh, my God. Wednesday. Oh, forget it. Hallelujah. We don't want to wait. They didn't complain. They waited and waited 
and waited, and then it came. Like a rushing mighty wind. Like I said, in the Greek, wind means spirit. The spirit filled that room. They waited for the promise, guys. They waited for the power. They waited for the Pentecostal fire. It says they seemed, they looked like they seemed to have tongues of fire that rested on each of them. In other words, I'm not going to just send you out there in your own strength. When he was building the church, he goes, you know what? I'm not just going to save you and say, okay, go figure it out. You know, go ahead, amen, try to figure out what this is all about. No, he says, wait. That's why it's so important to gather in the house, to gather in the church that God equipped us or remind us of what we need to do, amen. He says, wait. Don't go in your own strength. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you some power. I'm going to send you some fire, son, daughter, amen. I'm going to equip you, amen. I'm going to empower you the, with the ability to do it, amen. You're going to, you're going to go, amen. I'm going to set you on fire. Come on, we should be fire walking around just. Man, people look at us, man, that dude's on fire. Come on, he's on fire. There's something, you know, you, I'm talking, they see things, man. There's something. Man, imagine me just standing here and just, whew. that'd be cool, huh? Yeah. But you know what? I am on fire. You may not see it in the, physically, but in spiritually. See that fire right there? Watch. Watch out, watch out, watch out. See? Check it out. Check it out. Woo! That's what I have right now. Come on, we got to have the fire, guys. Get under the fire. Let it touch you, man. Let it ignite you, amen. Church, uh, spiritual accomplishments will never be done without his spirit. The things that we need to do, we need his help. We cannot do it on our own, amen. That's why they were asked to wait in Jerusalem. That's why they were asked to stay in that upper room, to be clothed with that power. Wait till the power comes, until the Pentecostal power fell on them. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, when the Holy Spirit comes on me, church, not only will he empower us, but he will unite us with him and with each other. You understand the power I'm talking about is about unity, amen. We are stronger together, church. That's what the power of the Holy Spirit does for the church. Man, I'm not even done yet. Will you give me five minutes? Five minutes? You give me five minutes? You give me five minutes? Five, ten. 15, 20, all right, we got a half hour. Hallelujah. I'll be trying to finish real quickly, church. Last part, amen, right here. I'll get you out in five. The message of the Acts chapter 1, 8 is simple. That apart from the Holy Spirit, no one can preach the gospel. No one can declare what God wants. The church, without the Holy Spirit, listen, church, we can't do nothing with the Holy Spirit, we make a difference. Come on. We can, be, we can become the Pentecostal church that needed in the world today to be the witnesses that God is looking for. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4 says, And my message and my preaching was very plain. Rather than using clever words or persuasive speeches or words, I relied on the power, on the fire of the Holy Spirit. I did this so they would not trust in human wisdom, but in the power 
of God. Paul was speaking here and said, I'm not going to impress you with fancy words. I'm not going to try to persuade you or try to twist your arm or talk you into it. I'm going to plug you into the power of the Holy Spirit, into fire, and allow him to work through you. Paul's confidence was not in his intellect, amen. He was knowledgeable. Listen, guys, he knew the scriptures. He knew the, he knew the word, amen. But the Holy Spirit was the one that was guiding him. He relied on the Holy Spirit and not on his intellect. Paul knew the word. He studied the word. He was well worse in the word, and he relied on the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen, church, without the power of the Holy Spirit, the message of the gospel rests in man's wisdom. Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 3, 5, in the last days. How I many know oh, we're in those last days now? The Bible says that the church will have a form of godliness. It will look like a church, amen. It will feel like a church, amen. Even smell like a church, hallelujah. But denying its power, meaning they have no Holy Ghost fire in there. Listen, church, without the fire, there is no conviction. Without no conviction, there is no repentance. Without no repentance, church, there will be no revival. And it goes on to say, have nothing to do with such people. If the church is dead, get out. Get out, amen. You're going to die with them. You need the Holy Spirit. Our churches need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Fire. What is saying here that the church in the last day will entertain rather than empower people. Come on, listen. If the Holy Ghost power is not present, there will be no change we welcome the holy spirit to every service here because without him it's just a show we're not here to entertain we're here to proclaim his word church somebody say fire we need to be like the new testament church that saw the baptism of the holy spirit as something that was norm in our services amen a normal experience as in, for empowering believers an empowerment to preach the gospel an empowerment to root themselves to grow deep in god and to grow up in christ amen the same empowerment the fire that, that fell on pentecost wants to fall once again but we as a church must repent we got to repent, church. Come on, we can't be living two lives. Come on, doing what we do on Saturday night, Friday night, and coming to church on Sunday like nothing. Make a choice where we go and where we connect to, church. Are we living like the world? Are we acting like the world? Are we who we are on Sunday, on Friday, and Saturday as well? Church, he's looking for a church. I'm not... I'm trying to encourage you to live right. Because the time is coming, church, and that trumpet's going to blow, and you don't know the time. The Bible says no man knows the hour. But it's coming. He's not going to ask you. He's already telling you, get ready. He's been telling us, get ready. For the last two years, I'm coming back. I'm done with this. Do you think God likes to see babies die? No. He's tired. I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to pick up my church. I'm getting them out. That's it. He waits and he waits and he waits because he's a loving God. And he says, man, I wait because he doesn't want anyone to go to hell. 
But everyone to come to repentance. He's waiting for your friends. He's waiting for your family. He's waiting for those that you need to start talking to that you have stopped. I've given you a voice, an empowerment to be a witness to me. Talk to your family and tell them I love them. Bury the bitterness and the things that have happened in the past and get things right and say, God loves you. So do I. I'm done with this. Just stop fighting. Just start loving and leading them to Christ. We must understand, church, that without him, the Holy Spirit, in anything that we do, we won't make a difference in the